Welcome to Bon Tom Club. I'm your host, Will Hubble. In this episode, we're at the Cavalier, and I'm joined by Rochelle Fox and Chadwick Leger. Rochelle and Chadwick have made one of my favorite spots in Austin. The Cavalier has a very unique vibe. It's like stepping into the family room in the house of the coolest people you know, uh, complete with all the toys everywhere and cartoons on the TV. And Dad is standing behind a tiki bar in the corner asking you what you want to drink. They also have some of the best bar food in Austin. They offer a crazy amount of excellent options across three menus, including weekday lunch and weekend brunch. They got New Orleans po' boys, crispy chicken sandwiches and wings, all kinds of snacks and apps, different burger specials every Monday. And when I say they have brunch, they really have brunch. Chicken and waffles, deviled eggs, great Bloody Marys, everything you'd want. The Cavalier is filled with good surprises, and we're going to talk about all of that in the episode. I had a great time sitting down with Chadwick and Rochelle and talking about how it all happened. So let's get to it. This is Bon Tom Club at the Cavalier. Salute. Cheers, y'all. It's good. All right. So you can hear me, right? Okay. So thank y'all for being here. What did y'all? What shots did y'all just take? It's a. Remember to hold the mic up. To, sorry, oh yeah, it's you. a zero yeah. proof uh, by this company called Ritual. It's a zero proof. Uh, Aperitivo. Aperitivo. That's like a like an almond or what is that? It's like a, a bitter liqueur. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yeah. Here we are at the Cavalier. Um, this is a uh, my favorite neighborhood bar. Um, it's like an actual neighborhood bar. You know, I, I live right down the street, and we have like a ton of, you know, it's obviously it's East 6th Street, so there's a bunch of bars, but these are kind of like, they're not necessarily like neighborhood hangouts, right? Like, Cavalier is very much a place where you see like the same people coming, um, you know, right. a lot yeah. of regulars. Uh, very it, regular forward. Yeah, and it's like, it's actually like, there's a very good like family vibe here, mm-hmm. right? Like, I think I said, uh, I'm writing like a scripted intro for this, but it like, it kind of like feels like, uh, going to the family room of like the coolest people that you know um, and you have like a tiki bar in the corner uh, and there's you know like uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, action figures everywhere yeah um, thanks so we, we mean for it to be welcoming and comforting yeah, yeah and it absolutely is yeah absolutely um, we, I built a we built a place where I wanted to hang out or we wanted to hang out and so yeah. that's it I, I think I mean you've succeeded like I love coming here my friends love coming here um some other things that they have at the Cavalier, uh, basically monthly tiki nights, right? Mm-hmm. You do, uh, it's more or less on a monthly basis. Yeah. it's every- Once a month, a pop culture themed tiki night. Right. So last time it was uh, Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. Twin uh, Peaks. Before that it was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. Um, those are awesome. Uh, y'all have really good food here, which is one of the reasons why we're doing this episode here. Uh, just because uh, I'm a big, you know, I like to eat a lot. I like to eat really well. Um, that water slides. Uh, that's not normal for bars, uh, <laughs> which is awesome. Um, really good food specials. I'm going to ask you all about that. Uh, very good brunch. Um, you show the football games here. Or you show the Saints games here, at least. We and do. then the UT games. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. And then the Austin FC games as well. Correct. Um, even though it's not technically a sports bar, but, like, you know, people want to come and, like, you know, watch sports at their in their you know their living room of a bar right right yeah we we like to remind people that we're not a sports bar right but right we'll show the game yeah. yeah um and then yeah y'all have what three dollar jello shots i think it is something like that yeah um and puppy payroll uh i actually wanted to ask y'all like i don't have a dog and so i haven't you know done puppy payroll but how does it work like what is the the premise of puppy payroll so we have an 
old-timey time clock that you literally punch your card. And so every month, um, dog lovers bring their pets in, and they write their name on and their Instagram and can clock in. And at the end of the month, uh, we take every entry and, um, and do a drawing for who dog of the month is. And oh, they, okay. And they win, the puppy then wins their owner a basket of prizes. Oh, amazing. What, what kind of prizes? Like, uh, like dog treats, like uh, Cavalier merch? All of that, Okay, yes. yeah, that makes sense. Awesome. Um, so, and I'm so sorry, I should have introduced y'all. So, Rochelle Fox, uh, Chadwick Ledger? Leger. Leger. Yeah, okay. It's like the dirt deer tay thing. Is, Leger. Yeah. Is, that, is that like a <laughs> French thing? Is that uh, yeah, it's, like Cajun? Um, yeah, it's, I'm from Louisiana. And okay. So. This actually leads into my first question. Oh, great. Um, because y'all have po' boys here. You play the Saints games. Uh, I was very curious, like, what y'all's connection to kind of Louisiana or New Orleans is. Right. I grew up in Louisiana. I, I grew up in the shreveport Bossier area. Okay. Uh, and the music scene there. and just, No kidding. Yeah. And so, I, I mean, that's... Shreveport. It's far away. It's not New Orleans. It's sure, like the sure. Yeah, it's like part of New Orleans, but... West Louisiana. Yeah, and a lot of my family's from New Orleans and rain. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's just kind of where it comes from. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and so it shows up in your menu. It kind of shows up in the vibe here mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, yeah, and you have, like, really good, like, you know, biscuits and gravy. And you have good po' boys. Yes. Thank you. Um, yeah. So I think you told me that you were, like, the first kind of chef here. Do you all both work on the food together? Uh, during the pandemic, I took over the kitchen. Okay, uh, gotcha. By necessity. Yeah. And held, have held on to that strong for a couple of years now. We have a, oh, no a really wonderful chef in the kitchen now who has been gracious enough to take a lot of that off my plate, but he and I still collaborate on the menu together. Gotcha. Um, I'm going to ask some more questions about that um, pretty soon, um, but I guess I wanted to go back a little bit um, because you have, like, a great story for, you know, this bar. Um because uh, we you know, we talked about this when we first met, but um, before we even get into that, I'm just curious, like, what were y'all doing before this bar? Uh, you know, like, you're, were y'all working together before this, or no? Was there a time before this bar? <laughs> no, right? <laughs> Um, we both worked in the industry in Austin. Uh, okay. I, I grew up in Austin. I'm from here originally. You're from here, okay. I'm from here. And uh, most recently, I, I spent... Uh, eight years at Vespayo on South Congress as oh, okay. a bartender and bar manager there. Yeah. Um, among very many other places in town, uh, working music festivals, live music venues, high volume, fine dining, neighborhood bars, you name it, I've yeah. worked it. Did you know uh, Tom Micklewaite when you were at Vespayo? I did. I knew okay. him before then, in fact. Oh, really? Okay, mm-hmm. nice. Just from being in Austin, being in like service industry in the area? Correct. I worked at a punk rock bar on Red River in the early 2000s. Red 7? Called Beerland. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, and his band, his bands played there. Okay, cool. Yeah. Nice, nice. I remember Beerland. I used yeah. to go there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's awesome. What were you yeah. doing before this? I was over at Shangri-La on oh, okay. 6. I was there for about eight years, I think. And I was bartending and managing there. Gotcha. Yeah. So when did y'all meet? At Shangri-La, we probably met, we met six years before we became a couple. Yeah. And it had was, been friends for a long time. Yeah, it was that Shang. It was mm-hmm. during South By. Yeah. And then we just kind of hit it off. Yeah. I went to high school with one of the owners of Shangri-La. Right. Okay, cool. And so was working there and then he picked up gigs there and then we he stayed and I left and we stayed friends and then... Here we are. That's awesome. (laughs) Um, So, how long, I guess, was it between y'all, like, first getting together and then deciding to open a bar together? 
I think from, what a great question, two to three years. It wasn't Yeah, I, w- I would say probably three years. Yeah. Something like that. That's like, that's big commitment, right? Yeah, like, <laughs> definitely is. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what, what was like, do you remember the moment where you decided to just like take the plunge and be like, let's open a bar together. Like, let's just do that. I don't remember the moment. I had had talked about it and looked into it for quite a long amount of time. And um, when Chadwick came into my picture, um, I brought that up to him and he said, I don't know about that. Yeah, and I was, <laughs> was kind of like, I, I, I think you were I'm happy good. doing yeah. what you were doing. And, um, and at some point, I don't know what point. Yeah, some switch flipped and I was like, yeah, I could do this. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly what it was. It might have been like I was just ready for something new. Sure. Like being at Shangri-La for so long. Right. Uh, I think I kind of hit my whatever. And so I was... You ready to graduate. Yeah, I was like, all right, let's do it. Fuck it. Let's <laughs> yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, and so we started looking and... Uh, found this yeah we found this so and this was before um before it was this it was the dog and duck which had moved over Mm -hmm. here right right? sure the dog Um, and duck had been near campus for 27 years yeah and when their building was sold they moved to this new structure right and were here for about two and a half years before they decided to move on yeah right. fair mm-hmm. enough mm-hmm. Uh, I loved the dog and Dutch by the way like yeah. I used to spend a lot of time because oh, yeah, I you know, lived in West Campus right that might have been our only proper pub in town sure right? like we don't absolutely there are not yeah. really one any of pubs you in Austin. yeah yeah all of this wood underneath the bar is the original dog and duck flooring okay from the, from the OG location really so mm-hmm. they just moved all of that over some mm-hmm. of it yes that's crazy because mm-hmm. What was the, like? Do you know the story? Did they move that bar from England or something? Like in the original location? I don't know the story. I, don't know the I feel like I've known. That, that's fine. Um, I'm just curious because yeah, I like that place a lot. You know, like I like a bar where you walk in and your eyes have to adjust to how dark it is, right? <laughs> like, yes. That that was a classic uh, pub. Uh, but that does answer the question of like where. Well, actually, where is the bar from? Somebody asked me this about. Um, so the the. Exterior of the bar front is the original hardwood flooring from the original Dog and Duck. The bar top, Chadwick built. Oh, nice. And then all of the back bar wood up above and behind, um, all of that wood came out of a 1920s East Austin barn, and Chadwick installed that. No kidding. So With a a friend of ours. And then the top of the bar, with all the detail on the side, you did all that as well? Yeah. Well... I bought the trim. The yeah, I, the I found Actually, the trim, yeah. and then I just. But you know how to work with wood. I do. So yeah. what's what's the story behind that? You were a carpenter, like no. our, our Lord and Savior. Not at all. You too. <laughs> Tri- trial by fire. Yeah. YouTube. Yeah, yeah really. pretty much trial okay. by fire. But looking up a lot of videos on YouTube, and going from there. Oh, that's awesome. Right. So it's like a hobby, but you know now it's, it's now professional. It is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> once I once I got pretty good at it, I was I was like yeah. Gotcha. I do it every once in a while. So okay, that's cool. Uh, I mean, it looks great. Like, Thanks. Yeah. So y'all had y'all opened this bar uh, as I understand the same year, like around the same time that you had your daughter. Yes. Um, and uh, that's I mean that's pretty crazy because my friends just had a baby mm-hmm. and you know they're they're you know they're kind of like coming apart at the seams a little bit. Like, <laughs> no. it's, it's Yeah, it's not like from what I understand an easy thing to do uh, to raise a new child. Um, yeah, and so exactly. doing Somehow. that and a bar at the same time, uh, it sounds like a lot of work. And so, uh, I mean, 
one is just like how how were you able to do that at all uh, like what a great question uh, <laughs> I'm not sure I have the answer to that uh-huh. we did it I don't know how we did it right. I was seven months pregnant when we opened the doors first day wow. of South by Southwest March 2018 seven months pregnant open a bar yeah um, so uh, while we were building this place out um, you know we would the baby was hearing instead of Mozart in the tummy right. was hearing construction terms and, yeah. and, uh, and we would balance our sort of uh, you know permitting timeline here with uh, milestones with the, the pediatrician and the gynecologist so um, it was it was a lot of balance yes yeah I, I think once Sonny was about to be born like we would show up and all the cooks and bartenders were like, get the fuck out of here. Will y'all please go? <laughs> please go home. Yeah. They yeah. were, they were right. afraid they like... were going to have a bigger mess to clean up. Right. Than, and than so, they wanted. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. But the baby came and the bar stayed and somehow we did it all. And yeah. I don't, I still don't know how. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. No, that's, yeah. I mean, that's really cool. And I'm sure it like, I don't know, brought people together in a very kind of like oh, cute way. When the baby was born, we would just bring her with us. Yeah, right. And so we have, like you said, a lot of wonderful neighbors, guests, and friends yeah. that frequent this bar. And so if I needed to run food or cook in the kitchen, I could hand her off to someone sitting at the bar and say, hey, I'll buy you some chicken tenders if you'll watch this baby for 20 Aww. minutes. That's and adorable. it was yeah. uh, a real community effort, I yeah. should say. Mm-hmm. So, so baby comes to the bar. Yes. Uh, she does. So she's basically just going to grow up here, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, is that is she going to be part of the family business? Do you think maybe do some interning? Eventually? She has uh, she has on occasion helped make the biscuits for oh, really? sure. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so, yeah. What would you say? I guess the best thing and the hardest thing about that first year, kind of raising your daughter in the bar. I would say the best thing is that uh, community spirit. Yeah. That our friends really came through for us, and um, and I think we really sort of set a tone here that we really truly are a mom and pop shop. Yeah, right. Yes, and and the and the fact that the folks that showed up were all in for it, were okay with it, and all in for it, and very supportive. So yeah. I think that was for me one of the best things. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and I think one of the hardest parts was just trying to figure out how to do it how to do it all sure yeah yeah. so yeah yeah it was tough because we couldn't both be here to operate and it was a new business and it required a lot of time and attention yeah and so chadwick would would be here for 12 plus hours a day right run steering the ship which is tough in its own right while i'm home with the newborn dealing with all that yeah. Um, and then he and I trying to help each other right. sometimes like, successfully, but not always. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Coming home after a long day and it's like, here's the baby. And you're like, ugh. <gasps> and then you think about it and you're just like, well, she just yeah. had yeah. this baby yeah. for yeah. 12, 13 hours. So. Or, the baby, yeah. or when the baby went to sleep and then I'd open my laptop and go to work instead of getting rest right. myself. So yeah, it was right. a, a hard juggle for sure. How long did it take until you kind of like into like a more normal rhythm <laughs> we're still okay yeah, yeah. i would say <laughs> no, i felt human after about four months okay um but that didn't mean there was a normal rhythm yeah um she never did daycare or anything so gotcha. we really started to hit our stride here at the cavalier just before our two-year anniversary and okay. we were so excited to 
um, to really get our sea legs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. And that's right when the shutdown happened right for the, the pandemic. pandemic started. Yeah, so it was right. a whole new adventure. Yeah. Yep. So I mean, let's talk about that a little bit, like, because you know, I I wasn't in Austin um, at the time. I was in New Orleans, mm -hmm. and um, I was in LA for the first part of it. And then I went to New Orleans to be with my family. Um, and so I, you know, I know Texas handled things a little differently than a lot of places in the country did. Um, so what was it like just like running like a bar slash restaurant like during uh, the pandemic? How did that, you know, I'm sure I mean, it had an effect on y'all's bottom line. I'm yeah. sure it had an effect on everything. Everything. Yeah. Um, I would say, you know, day day one was the toughest or one was the first tough moment. Just like in like March in that. I like, would say, you know, like, oh, this is for real. Laying off 12 employees that uh, needed yeah. the work. Right. Um, yeah. and, and then us coming in the very next day opened the, the doors to the capacity we could, Chadwick and I and the baby. Yeah. Literally brought the baby, the neighbors came to support, and they were like, oh, it's just y'all. It was just y'all. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And um, and we and our chef at the time. Um, that was tough. Yeah. But, you know, we had to, at some point, reassess our mission and our values. Mm. If if what we are providing is a space for people to come together, how do they do that in right. a pandemic when people aren't allowed to be together? Yeah, yeah. And so we had to really refocus how we how we got there, how we made fe people feel warm and welcome and comfortable while still away from our space. Right. And I also felt like it was every week we were changing something because it was like absolutely. Oh. All right, this is what we have to do. Three now. days, so, three yeah. weeks, three months, pivot, pivot, pivot. Like, what, what were y'all changing? Like, what so, you were offering? Yes. Like, how All you were offering it? All goes out the it. door, what works, what doesn't work. Um, so, uh, we would we prepare takeout kits. Yeah. Or backyard picnic barbecue kits. Okay. Or learning how to deliver food, because we didn't do that before. And Chadwick right. would show up, like, here you go. So, you would you'd personally deliver food? Yeah, I would drive around and deliver yeah. food. And we mm -hmm. also... We're selling groceries. Selling groceries. Toilet paper was a huge thing. Mm -hmm. You would sell toilet paper? Yeah, yes. I mean, we could still get We became a grocery so. store, yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. It was wild. It was wild. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was that's crazy. nuts. Yeah. So, and were you allowed to sell alcohol? To um, go. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And it was like just beer bottles, cans, mixed you could drinks? Sell, uh, you could sell alcohol in a sealed container with food. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes, it was very specific. So we could sell. That's still the rule, isn't it? It yes. is. Okay. Yeah, yeah we gotcha. could sell small bottles of liquor. We could smell. We could sell cocktail kits. Yeah. Um, and we did. We did like yeah. a tiki cocktail kit monthly subscription oh, cool. service, which yeah. was cool. We would. We would make a custom play. Chadwick would make custom playlists to go with each cocktail. He would make the. Oh, that's awesome. The drink. Yeah. yeah. We took advantage of the frozens, and we sold. Right. Frozen frozen to go to go every day really yeah. yes that's great yeah. that's great but what i i would say one of the best things that came out of that was we really dug our heels into the community yeah. and and decided um to provide a safe warm welcoming space right. and, yeah. and comfort food um again with the cocktails and the kits that you can take home but as as the world opened up and we could be open more and we could provide more service here on site um it felt really good to see our community come together yeah. again we were providing groceries we were able to provide meals for people in need um there, there were a lot of yeah, there was a lot out, of passing out groceries and meals for free for people yeah that's great yeah it was you know it was just like people in like the neighborhood 
Some people yeah. in the service industry. Service industry, okay. neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, we worked with, uh, what was the company? Uh, what a great question. That <laughs> did the groceries, like the... Oh, yes. Um, there was a, oh, God, it escapes my brain. Um, there was like a farm-to-market, uh, farm-to-table produce group here in town. It's going to bother me that I can't think of what they're right. called. But they supported us with... Um, you. I don't remember. Is, yeah, there's, there's a lot of memories and, that we've suppressed uh, from that time yeah, period. It really is. But they <laughs> were great. They yeah. helped us out. And so yeah. whenever we get stuff from them, we would yes. cook it up or bag it up and, you know, make a post somewhere like, come get some right. free groceries. Yes. And, and I, I, I know that y'all do get like, I, I feel like you get a lot of service industry people here, mm -hmm. right? Yes. Mm -hmm. um, and that's just because y'all have been in it for a mm -hmm. while and so you Forever. have those connections. <laughs> yeah. 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 This is, it's a little bit of a service industry bar. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, which is awesome. So that's cool that y'all got to like, you know, just get together and kind of make that part of y'all's like, you know, working, uh, you know, MO during Absolutely. the pandemic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just like mm -hmm. kind of be the nexus of that. Uh, well, it, it felt good to be able to do something for our community that had done so much for us right. previously. Yeah. And we were well supported by our neighbors and friends for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so when did things kind of turn back to normal for y'all? The freeze of February 21. That was normal? So. No, the freeze was terrible, but after that. Okay, after that. Yeah. It was, after it that, was... that was another time when, you know, so many people in this neighborhood lost power. Right. And we were stuck at our house um, in South Austin and, gotcha. and not able to leave. But my brother lived around the corner and we had some neighbors who all came. My brother had a key. And so they all came and cooked meals for... Um, the Section 8 housing down the street who were out oh, of power and cooked meals for the other neighbors that were out of power because our food was going to go bad if it didn't yeah, get to yeah. use. And while we couldn't be here because we were right. dealing with our own situation, right, we were right. housing two other families in our home. No we did have power. Um, and to see that our neighborhood was able to come together to support one another was pretty rad. That's beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah, I actually wanted to talk about the neighborhood a little bit. Um, so, you know, this is an East Austin bar. Um, and y'all, like, I, you know, we talked a little bit, like, you came in when, like, the dog and duck was kind of, like, leaving. Mm -hmm. um, did you want to move to East Austin in particular, or was it, um, you know, was it not as important as that? I'm just kind of curious, like, because East Austin has kind of its own vibe, mm -hmm. um, but was that kind of, like, something that you wanted when you opened Cavalier? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he and I had both lived here separately for 10 or 12 years on the east side. Uh -huh. um, I'm from South Austin originally, okay. and so that area is always it's always appealing to me to, to invest in that. Yeah. Um, but we love this neighborhood yeah. right. so much, this whole part of town. And so we, we were very fortunate to be connected with this space. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah, and South Austin is also like, I lived um, kind of like, uh, just south of like William Cannon mm -hmm. for a little while mm -hmm. and uh, back then there wasn't like a lot down there but mm -hmm. it's really like kind of blown up in a big way like there's a lot of cool things down there like Armadillo Den and Meanwhile and stuff like that um, so it's nice to see like not everybody can live in like the center of Austin right mm -hmm. you need to have like things like the you know people like spilling over to other parts I guess Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. that's exciting to see um, so I guess in terms of like East Austin, um, do you, I guess, how is the vibe, do you think, different than other parts of Austin? That hmm. there's a long answer to that. Uh -huh. um, I would say East Austin is younger and hipper yeah. and edgier. 
right. than than many other parts of Austin. Uh, right across the street from a heavy metal bar, <laughs> right. a heavy metal biker bar. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and do you kind of consciously try to uh, reflect or embody that vibe, or just being yourself and just kind of like, you know, kind of putting it in the mix? I think we make an effort for that. You'll see um, posted around the bar, "You be you," uh, yeah. and you know the mantra of the city is "All are welcome." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we really work towards that. Um, Everyone is welcome here. Yeah. Whether, and you whether can feel that here for the, sure. The tattooed beardos right. or the you know loafer polo wears, like whoever you are, if you're gonna be cool and kind to everybody else in here, come on in. Just don't be yeah. a jerk. Yeah. Just don't be a jerk. Right, be a jerk. Uh, what place in Austin is gone that you would want to bring back? There's probably yeah maybe like twenty. Uh, I'm, well, where do I begin? <laughs> Beerland was iconic. Right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there's a super cool bar there now called 13th Floor in the beer in Beerland's old space on okay. Red River. Very cool. Um, so they're sort of bringing back the dream. Yeah. Was it Red Eye Fly in the middle of that? Mm-hmm. Red Eye Fly okay. was there as well. Um, I mean, when I was a teenager, Liberty Lunch was the place to Liberty go. Liberty Lunch, right? Yes. Oh yeah. Kind of, that? Of, that was on Second uh, Street, next to where Lambert's is now, and it okay. was a warehouse with live music, and kind of on par with like what Stubbs does, or like maybe what Mohawk does, divier but about that capacity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A couple thousand people, big, big, big punk shows. That's where every, everybody. Yeah, I, I saw like Bad Religion gotcha. there. Yeah. Like, just Nirvana big. played there. Fagazi. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Everyone. Played no there. kidding. Yeah. But it was it was a warehouse. Yeah. Downtown. Gotcha. Wow. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Um, did y'all ever go to Broken Neck when it was out here on the? Uh, I guess it was like a very punk. Uh, like it was not technically allowed to be a venue. It was a warehouse where I think they have like it's near like where Sawyer and Co. and um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the, the Mexican place down there. Um, Denada. Denada. Um, yeah, that was another place that was just like a big punk uh, warehouse. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. We were talking about food a little bit earlier. Um, Y'all do, you try a lot of different specials. You have a lot of good stuff. Like you post it on Instagram. Um, how do you know when an item is ready to go live? You know, like how many iterations do you do? Or like, you know, like testers do you have for that stuff? Like who's in the lab also doing that? It's usually me coming up, spitballing an idea. Yeah. And Chadwick saying, here's how to make it better. Okay. And then we go to H-E-B and get a couple things, <laughs> and then we come here and work on it. And if all of our staff tastes it and says, yeah, I would eat that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. you, you we, just like have like a, like, a, like a night during the week where it's like testing night, everybody mm-hmm. come and try this? Usually in the afternoon, yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, amazing. So, yeah, I... I think I said earlier they have really good specials here. Like Monday is two for one burger night. There's usually like a you know like a like a Feature burger special. Burger. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I, y'all never really repeat it either. I haven't seen like the a lot of repetition. The only time we repeat it is when we do the the big hitters like the patty melts. Patty melts. That's my and the chopped favorite. Cheese. Yeah, the chopped okay. cheese and yeah. the patty melt. Yeah. yeah. We gotcha. try to we try to throw those back into rotation. Yeah. Otherwise, we try to keep it creative and fun and something new. Right, right. Yeah, I love that. Um, and 
Instagram is kind of like the main way that y'all get that out there to get people mm-hmm. to come in. Correct. That's an interesting kind of thing about Instagram uh, that like, because, you know, even like doing this, like I, I know that I'm going to have to promote it a lot on Instagram. Um, how much do y'all rely on that uh, to just, you know, I don't know, network and like kind of spread the word about your business? A fair amount. Yeah. I mean, as far as our marketing is concerned, Probably seventy percent of it is no over Instagram. I would mm-hmm. say. Wow. Yep. Did you ever mess with like Twitter or Snapchat or Facebook or anything else? Nope. Just Instagram. Yeah, I mean, we we have a Facebook, but we have a Facebook. yeah, we didn't really. And Instagram pizza. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. But okay. I mean, there, you never see any anything off of it. You know, it's like some people we we get some sometimes get feedback off of that. Sometimes it is an interesting thing. Um, that Instagram has become kind of this, uh, like, it is like the, I don't know, I feel like it's like the main social network for people who like to go out and do things, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't know what that means, if that's like good or bad, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it's an interesting way that, like, what about TikTok? Do you ever like do anything for TikTok? Not like. I've yet to master it. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> but you're on TikTok? I'm not going to say yes to that. But, I mean, <laughs> I, have no beef, I have no beef with TikTok. Yeah. I am yeah. not on there regularly enough to say that I'm participating. Fair <laughs> enough. I, like, I've started using it because I'm like making kind of content to like put mm-hmm. out, promote. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, if I flip through the feed, I do feel like it's like taking like a hammer to my brain a little <laughs> bit. Like it, it, it will make you dumber, I think. It's, oh, yeah. It's a great tool to use. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's just not one that I use often. It, and it's, I don't know, it's different because it's like, it gets you out there to a lot of people, but Instagram is very different because it's more about like a networking and like among the people around you, right? Like people that you know. Um, right. And you see everything they're doing. I think Instagram also gives me a lot of FOMO when I see people. Yeah. Yeah. People right. Yeah. I'm just like, fuck, man, I want to do that. Yeah. All right. That's what it's go good for. Go to the Cavalier to their tiki night. Right. Dang. Yeah. Oh, they have a water slide so, today? Yeah. That is where I see a lot of what y'all are doing. Um, so it's interesting to hear that it is kind of like part of y'all's strategy. And I've, on the regular menu that you have, not not the specials, but you've had a lot of like really good things kind of just come and go. Um, uh, how often do you change up the menu? And are you trying to come up with something stable to settle on, or do you just like mixing it up? We have our, our staples on that menu, items that could never leave or the customers would revolt. Yeah, So right. the chicken tenders will never leave. Sure. The chicken sando is great. The wings. burgers, for sure, wings. Yeah. Um, deviled eggs. Yeah, deviled eggs are like one of y'all's like kind of hidden secret specialties. For sure, thank yeah. you, yeah. Uh, so we are able to play around with some other menu items uh, quarterly, seasonally. Yeah. So three to four times a year, we'll change that up just to have something new and fun and different. Right. And then whatever the favorites were of spring, we'll bring back next year or we'll try something new. Really depends on what our purveyors have that is fresh and um, you know what our mood is that yeah. season. That makes a lot of sense. Um, all right, let's talk a little bit about the aesthetic of the bar because, like I've said, it's, it, it does feel like like a almost like a living room uh, a little bit. So, because you have like a like it's kind of like a dense lived-in aesthetic, right? And it's kind of like built up over time. Um, and so, who determines what makes it onto the walls around here? Is that just like a team thing? You know, do you have like a you know it's like Chadwick a, and I? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. 
Um, that. Things show up here, and then I'm like, I like that. Mm-hmm. We're gonna yeah. mm-hmm. put it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's some things from our own home that come here yeah. because we think it would suit the bar space. Um, some pieces of art that people create that that we think need to stay to be as a part of the building. Mm-hmm. It, it's it, most of it's pretty organic. Yeah, the way right. it comes. Because I noticed when um, uh, I'm so sorry, I can't remember the actor's name, but when the actor who played Pee Wee Herman passed away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that picture of him in um, Dolly, uh, Parton. Dolly Parton. Y'all just put that up recently, or is that already that's, there? That's been there. Oh, that's been there. From okay. One, yeah. Gotcha. Um, yeah, we have a couple of Pee Wee things, some Dolly mm-hmm. things all over the place. Gotcha. And just because we love them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Those are a fairly new addition, or they've been there as well. Uh, no, they. Some of them are new. Some are new. Yeah. And some are old. Gotcha. <laughs> so I, I watched, I saw it on your Instagram. It seems like you really like that new TMNT movie. I haven't seen it myself yet. Sunny, Sunny watches should. it a lot, but you it's should. really good. I will, I will yeah. watch I, it. I, yeah. I grew up with Ninja Turtles. And yeah. So I, I love Ninja Turtles. I watched it a lot when I was a little kid, for sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Our five year old loves it. Yeah, okay. Loves awesome. the Ninja Turtles. So it's great. Yeah. Like she watches all the time, and I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> Do you show her the original cartoons as yeah. well? She knows yeah. the difference between all the movies and all the iterations oh, really? of the cartoons. She'll ask for a specific one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What knows. about the uh, What about the crossover they did with the Power Rangers in the nineties? Oh, Do you remember I don't think that? She's familiar oh, with that. She's not. They- <laughs> Okay, that's a rabbit hole we might have to go down. That was when the Power Rangers were in space. I don't know if you remember that. Wow. Yeah. Um, of the two of you, which of you is more into bringing like the '90s decor into the uh, into the bar? Both of us. I think yeah, it's, it's both pretty of us. evenly matched. Yes. Yeah, like because yes. you had the I think you had like a '90s tiki night that not that long ago. We or maybe do. I'm wrong um, about that. Every Christmas season, every December holiday season, we do a holiday cocktail pop up. Okay. And we feature, it's called Nostalgic Noel. Yeah. And we'll feature cocktails inspired by 90s and early 2000s toys and cartoons. Okay, gotcha. And our menu is a Viewmaster, like with the rat, with a awesome. custom wheel in it. With, with no pic- kidding, that's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. yeah, we get custom wheels made with photos of our. There's of just our a service that does that, that makes mm-hmm. like Viewmaster wheels. Yes. That's yes. really cool. Yeah. No We've kidding. got. The my pet monster that was that is my pet monster oh, really? nice. <laughs> from when I was a kid. And the ET. And the ET came from the house. I don't know from where. That's pretty. The cool. Mr. Potato Head is our daughter's. We're gonna have to get some shots of that stuff. That's <laughs> uh, amazing. Yeah. Wrapped in cords. <laughs> right. I can't move. Um, let's talk about. So you said you know you call yourselves a non-sports bar mm-hmm. that shows sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, I've watched a lot of Saints games here. Mm-hmm. Um, is there ever, do you feel any, like, tension between the different crowds? Like, I've been here for a Saints game, and it's been, like, drag brunch at the same time. Like, you know, there's, no, there's no tension there. It is, a, you know, it's a, it's a little different it's, than what you might expect at a sports bar, for it's sure. It's really funny. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's pretty great. Well, you know, there's a little bit of crossover. I mean, a lot of Saints fans are... are Open-minded people from oh, New yeah. Orleans. Yeah, we like to party. <laughs> That's right. 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 And guess what? A lot of drag queens like to party. Yeah. And, yeah. And <laughs> it's, a, it's always fun seeing uh, everybody kind of fuck with each other. Yeah. Yeah, Especially, playfully. Yeah, yes. playfully fucking with each mm-hmm. other, which I love. With the, the drag but queens yeah. teasing the Saints fans mm-hmm. and back and forth. Back and, and forth. They really, the queens really bring the, the football fans into their show. Right, and, yeah. And, and play with them. And no one seems to mind. So no, Rhonda's come out in the black and gold to uh-huh. support. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's big. Um, no, I love that about y'all. Um, so, all right, let's talk about uh, dive bars. 
Um, do you all consider yourselves a dive bar? I would say we are. I would say, yeah. yeah. What do you think are the crucial ingredients for a dive bar? Because I've been talking about this with my friends. Uh, and, like, a lot of these, again, like, when we talk about, like, these East 6th Street bars, they're not really dive bars. Maybe, like, Yellow Jacket might be mm-hmm. considered a dive. Liberty. Um, Liberty's Liberty, a dive bar. yeah. Grackle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think there's a Venn diagram there where, you know, Grackle's a whiskey bar and a dive bar. Right. I could, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, Lost Violet well. Crown. Sure. Lostwell is a live music venue and a dive bar and a biker bar. Right. We're a neighborhood pub mm. and a dive bar right. and a restaurant. I also, <laughs> somehow. I, I'm kind of back and forth with that of calling us uh-huh. a dive bar because mm-hmm. uh, sometimes I'm just like well, we're a little too bright it does look like an office building so we, yeah. with big windows <laughs> yeah, we are in an office building but it, you know I also whenever I think of dive bars I think dark mm-hmm. yeah I would bars. not describe this place as dingy right exactly yeah. so yeah that's where I sometimes I'm like mm. I yeah, think right. I think uh, our rather casual approach and casual service lend and Cheap beers lend to a dive right. bar yeah. vibe. Yeah, 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 for sure. Mm-hmm. It's not fine dining. Yeah, <laughs> not at all. I, I think, like, to me, one of the important things about a dive is that it has, like, a bar that people sit at and hang out at. Like, if it's just, like, if it's if the vibe is not that you hang out at the bar, then I don't feel like you can really call it a dive. Fair you know? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, if, you, if it's, like, you're going down to sit at a bench or something like that, and nobody ever sits at the bar, because you want regulars at a dive, yes. right? Um, who are, you know, like crusty individuals, maybe. Um, okay, so uh, more on the service industry stuff. Uh, what would y'all like to see less of in the service industry as people who have been in it for a while? What would we like to see less of? Just maybe not, you know, like here specifically, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't know. Like if there's anything that you think, uh, you know, should change about the way that service industry works you know i've worked at so many different styles of venue and some of them again we're fine dining where where we're really pampering a guest some of them are places where you could just totally talk shit to your customers Uh you were right not them right right and um and here we very much believe in great welcoming friendly service yeah um so i would love to see everywhere most places mm-hmm. offer friendly service. Yeah, yeah. fair or enough. Knowledgeable service. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Not like, I don't know, entitled service or like, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah, I mean, the I always tell everybody in our meetings, it's like the days of the grumpy bartenders kind of, it's done. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And so I always look forward to that, like being better. Yeah. Also, I mean, I want to see more bars taking care of their employees. I feel like you yeah. don't see that a lot. Great right, point. Right, right. Uh, you know, so many people suffer from mental health and everything yeah. in the service industry, and they have nothing to fall on, you know? Right. And one of the things that we offer here is uh, insurance and uh, mental health care. Mental health care. So That's great. I hope eventually every bar will be able to do that. And yeah. I see it a lot do. more yeah. than hard to offer but what it used to be you know we're glad to, yeah. to do that so. yeah that's oh, huge more. no absolutely huge. yeah more regular, yeah i mean especially because like austin you know is a city that's more expensive all the time right um and so like you know people who work in the service industry like uh, i mean like a lot of them just can't afford to live in town totally. right like yeah. that's like become that's more true. of a problem over time but this city is nothing 
I mean, well, it's a lot more than just bars, but it is a drinking city. Absolutely, like, yeah. And it's like nobody's no really taking care of the bars right here, so, you know. Yeah. Oh, what else can you do? Yeah. Um, so, guess, I guess more to that point, uh, what do you look for in the people that you hire? Well, you know, we are a really tight-knit staff here. Right. Um, we have, again, friendly, knowledgeable, helpful, open-minded folks. Yeah. And when we hire them, we say, look, uh, everyone in this building has the same job. You may have a different priority than the other person, but everyone's job is to ensure a positive guest experience. Yeah. Now, his priority may be to cook the food. Your priority may be to make the drinks. Um, the barback's priority is something else. There is no um, position greater than another. Right. And so if someone can leave their ego at home and come in and have a good time taking care of people. Yeah, taking take, care of people and making sure that yeah. they're feeling welcome and safe. Yeah. That's a huge part. We always say um, jerks and numbskulls need not apply, but yeah. goof, goofballs are welcome. Okay, awesome. I love that. Yeah, and I, you know, I, everybody I've talked to here is just uh, yeah, really friendly. Um, again, like friends with like uh, with uh, with Britt and um, with uh, Rhonda. Um, yeah, you have a good crew here for sure. Thank you. Um, Thank you. We love them. Yeah, no, they're great. Genuinely. I mean, it's part of what makes it kind of like you know like mm-hmm. a neighborhood vibe, like good hangout, like family vibe. Um, uh, all right, so. I don't have too many more of these questions. We have another segment, um, which is the questions out of a hat segment. I don't know if you saw that in the Mickleweight mm-hmm. episode that I sent y'all. Um, but I do have just like maybe three more uh, just regular questions. So um, has there ever been a moment that made you think we need to get out of this business? <laughs> Certainly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Certainly. A few. Well, you know, I will say kind of the opposite of that. We worked so hard during the pandemic to keep the dream alive. Yeah. And and it was really hard on so many levels, but we did, we succeeded. And about a year ago, I had an epiphany and I went, oh, oh my God, we could have just closed. <laughs> we could have just walked away. Yeah. And nobody would have thought any less of us. Right. Like the yeah. pandemic took us away. Right, right. We could have done it. And it never crossed my mind that's awesome at, at any point until last year i was like oh man yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I guess we're in it <laughs> and i don't know if that's us being stubborn or really, you know. it didn't cross my yeah. mind <laughs> it's just where you, what you do <laughs> right right yeah but when she said that i also was like huh. oh. <laughs> oh yeah i could have gotten some sleep that's a great yep yeah but so. not really like since the, so only like in retrospect have you thought like man like this was this yeah, maybe, I'm, yeah I'm super proud of what we've put forward I think we yeah. need we could stand to have more uh, stronger personal boundaries with the space for sure right. what, what do you mean what I mean is we oh like in your work life kind of balance yes I see what you're we saying. struggle yeah. with our work life balance we live right. and breathe our work yeah. we yeah. are both workaholics we both love what we the work we do and we own the business so it's tough to ever pull ourselves away or turn the switch yeah. off um, it really is like your living room it really is like our living room yeah uh and and so really for us we if we learned stronger boundaries then we wouldn't 
ever have a moment of right. thinking, oh, we should walk away. Yeah. 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 Is that something that you're actively working on, like with a counselor or something like that? Like, <laughs> how do you, your bar and you reading a book? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Just me and my journal. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and what's something you wish you knew before you opened? Oh my gosh, if I knew how hard it was, I never would have done it. I'll yeah. say that. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah I, you know, I think we thought we were opening a bar with a food truck originally. We found this great space. It had a full kitchen. Sure, we can do that. And operating a, a kitchen is a lot more work than I think anyone ever realizes. Yeah, I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I really, so you're running a restaurant. That's right. I really give props to folks who operate restaurants and run kitchens, for sure. Yeah. It's, yeah when yeah. we were taking the lease on this place that was definitely one of the things where i was like we i've never worked in restaurants i've only been bartender okay gotcha and so i was like you've worked in restaurants we got this yeah. <laughs> and then it was like you know a couple months then we were just like oh then we're cooking right <laughs> right yeah so. yeah and so you do you do some cooking as well. I mean, you, I know you work. You said you worked on some of the specials. Um, I, really during the pandemic, mm-hmm. and and if someone is out sick, right, and Chad, then Chadwick will I'll jump step in. in and yes, help. Gotcha. Okay, so you picked up some skills mm-hmm. along I the way. Definitely picked yeah. up some skills. Sure. In the, you right. Know, I'm this, sure you both had to learn a lot. Right. Indeed. If this <laughs> ever didn't work out, it's like if somebody was like, "Well, I got a job in the kitchen that's available," I might be like, "All right." Yeah. <laughs> okay. Nice. Um, Doubtful, but sure. It's <laughs> hard work. Cavaliers forever. The Cavaliers yes. not going anywhere. I hope. I hope it's forever. Yeah. I hope so too. That's our goal. Um, so. All right. So my last question this segment, basically, what is the proudest moment that you've had here? I I will say for me it was that that time. Uh, February 2021 with the big freeze. We were a year yeah. in to the pandemic um, and our neighbors and community came together to support one another using our resources and for us and our community to be able to do that was really huge. Yeah, I think uh, we like yeah, formed a, a bond with our sweet neighbors. That's awesome. Yeah, I love that. I, I hear... I mean, when people tell me that they feel so welcome and comfortable at our bar, that's one of my, one of the, yeah. the things I take pride in, yeah. you know, so whenever somebody says that, I'm just like, yeah, all right, we're doing it, we're doing yeah. okay. Like, we're doing this. So, it's the I vision. Think, I think offering health insurance is a big one for yeah, me, too. Yeah, it's a huge one. That was, it took us five years to get there. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 It is a big deal. Yeah, yeah for sure. Out, it's like. Feels good. People need that. <laughs> it's a big deal. Yeah, so. I was I was doing contracting like last year, and that that the marketplace is not so good. Mm-hmm. You know, usually like eight thousand dollar deductible. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. rough. Yeah. So that's awesome that you have to do that. Well, great. So uh, I think we'll move on to our next segment here. Um, let me just ask you really quick, Hank. Uh, how does how does video look on both of these? Is that is that still recording? I hope it's still recording. <laughs> Yeah. Can start over. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Can you just do exactly what you guys already did? Um, all right. So we got the questions in a hat. You, all the questions are in here. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. All right. So this is the questions out of a hat segment. Um, do y'all need a break? In the bathroom or anything? You need another drink? Yeah, I could do another drink. Do y'all want anything? I have my uh, my my next five tequila shots here. So. <laughs> You okay? I'm great, thank you. 
Cheers. Cheers. That's what Friday tastes like. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah, questions out of a hat. Let's see. Where is the best po' boy, and what is it? And you can't say yourself. I'm sorry. <laughs> I would say um, Verdi Mart in New Orleans. Ah, uh, yeah, Verdi Mart, classic, classic choice. Mm-hmm. All right, and what what is the po' boy that you get there? Fried shrimp. Fried shrimp. Mm-hmm. I do the shrimp. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. I might say my favorite is um, fried oyster at Parasols. Fair enough. Um, I'm a big fan of that no with like the firecracker sauce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Let's see. What do we got? Is pickleball lame? No. I like pickleball. It's so fun. Pickleball's fun. It's yeah. fun. Sorry, tennis people. It might be dorky, but it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> it might have gotten too popular too fast, and so now everybody hates it. But right, right. I yeah. It's a good time. really enjoy it. I still have yet to play pickleball. I'm sure oh. I'll enjoy it a lot. Yeah. 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 Um, what kind of cheese should go on a burger? American. That's a solid. That's a fast answer. You feel the same way? Yeah, I do. Yeah. All right. It's American cheese, folks. Uh, what's your death row meal? You can make it big, anything you want, as much as you want, but you have to be specific. I would say the cacio e pepe at Vespaio. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's specific. That's good. I gotta go get that now. Mm-hmm. God. Uh, <laughs> I. I the the pork chop at uh, Perry's. Okay. Yeah. Pork chop at Perry's. They do the the half off pork chop on Fridays for lunch. Nice. You've never had it. Get it. It's I have not had. It. It's incredible. Awesome. That and the cacio pepper is also. Yeah. All right. I need to try yeah. both of those. Um, have you been watching any good TV lately? Reservation Dogs. Reservation Dogs. Best show ever written. Ever written. Not okay. ever, but yeah. Really it's highly right rated. They, yeah. yeah. They just finished. The series, it's three seasons. Okay, gotcha. Have you watched it? I've watched. I watched like the pilot on Hulu. I watched a lot of stuff on Hulu. I just didn't yeah. have the subscription anymore, so I need to go back. I want to watch that and the Bear. I haven't watched yeah. that yet. Yeah. Um, Reservation Dogs. But I, I liked what I, I, I saw. Would yeah. Tell number one. And everybody, it's the number one show. Like, okay. It's so amazing. Mm-hmm. Is that your answer as well? Love it. We're uh, we recently watched Righteous Gemstones. Is fun. Also. Oh yeah. yeah. Righteous Gemstones is good. Yeah. I like everything that they make. The um, yeah. Uh, Eastbound and Down was really good back yeah. in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. What else? What else do we have here? Um, what is your favorite dive bar? Again, you can't say yourself. I mean, my favorite bar. Oh God, that's tough. It's like, got to be I dive. I don't get. I don't get out. Much. Dive bar anywhere. Okay. Yeah. Uh, our bar in New Orleans. Car bar? Our bar. Our bar. Royal Street bar. That's probably gotcha. one of my favorite bars. No kidding. Ever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I don't think I've been there. That's actually. fair. It's incredible. You'll go there and that's in look at Marini. Look at them and go. Oh. Uh huh. I see. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Our bar in New Orleans is one of my all-time favorites. Uh, in town, we go to Lowdown. I like Shangri-La. Lowdown Lounge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. Gibson it's, before. I'm a little biased because right. I. Work there I think for of so different long, something else. Mm-hmm. Low down, right on East Sixth. Yeah. Uh, Grackle, Shang, Liberty. Liberty. Oh, yeah. I mean, those are kind of yeah. go-to's. Yeah, those are all our homies. Yeah, fair. Those enough. are all. Yeah, they're yeah, all our buds, yeah. and so we go see our friends. Yeah, yeah. nice and close. Right. Um, so our bar. I, I meant to ask this earlier, but like, that's one of the kind of places that you were thinking of when you opened the Cavalier. Is that kind of the idea? Like, do you have influences like that that went into like the vibe of this place? 
I would say organically over time, the visiting New Orleans yeah. Yeah. And, and enjoying our time at our bar, some of that came back here. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Were there but other places originally. like that? Uh, not that I can think of off the top of my head. Okay, fair yeah. enough. All right, move on. Uh, well, what the fuck is umami? Do you know? Because I don't know. It's a flavor profile. Okay. What tastes like umami? Mushrooms. Mushrooms? Okay. Mm-hmm. Any mm-hmm. specific mushrooms? Probably. <laughs> I'm on a quest to understand umami, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. I don't... I don't miso quite understand probably it. falls under that. Like miso soup? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sort of earthier yeah. flavors. Gotcha. Is my understanding. It tastes like dirt. Not necessarily like dirt. Okay. dirt. <laughs> yeah. Like I have no fresh. idea. Fresh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there a single good doctor in Austin? <laughs> well, Dr. Dick Chop retired, so. Yes. No. He was the. He was the local vasectomy <laughs> doctor. Oh, he retired. he retired for 30 years. So there are no good Literally. doctors in Austin. No good doctors <laughs> anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry, folks. <laughs> um, all right, pick three spots for your ideal Friday night in Austin. Mm-hmm. I enjoy Holiday, the new bar on the east side. Okay, I haven't been there. That's where I go with my sister. Gotcha. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Chadwick and I have dinner at Vespayo mm-hmm. often. And, I mean, Little Darlin down south is a nice right. I think, yeah, dive bar. If we go out on a Friday night, it would be Vespayo. Maybe go get a drink over at Treasury. Yes. Yeah. I love and then, Treasury. And then Hoping in, to get them on the podcast, too. Yeah, and in the night at probably Little Darlin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. That's a good Classy one. Classy to trashy. You know. mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna just a few more. Um, if you were, uh, this is a hypothetical question. Um, if you were stoned in uh, a grocery store, maybe H E B, what do you grab? Fritos and bean dip. Fritos and bean dip. Ruffles and cottage cheese. Nice. Wow, yeah. okay, I like yeah. that. Yeah. I, go, a good I go into HB stoned often. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, goldfish. Oh, you gold know what? Any particular flavors of goldfish, like pizza flavor I like, blasted? I just like the regular goldfish. Just regular, yeah. straight-up goldfish. Uh, I like the circus cookies, the pink and white yeah. the sprinkles. The animal cookies? The, yeah. Yeah, The, the circus yeah. ones that are dipped in icing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, classic. Yeah, yeah. The, the, what is it? The Cedars Tzatziki. Oh, yeah, Cedars Tzatziki. Yeah, we'll do that. Mm, it's a what legit, do you do with the Tzatziki? Dip. Yeah. Fritos? Yeah. Uh, no, crackers or, yeah. or cucumbers, yeah. carrots, whatever. Yeah. H-E-B uh, has some legit dips right now. They do. And it's they, crazy. Chips they and also dips. have yeah. chips really and good. Uh, I, I like their uh, pot stickers they do. Oh, yeah, they're not bad. <laughs> no, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for yeah, grocery store sushi and yeah. like kind of like yeah, stuff like that. It's not bad at all. Them, it's not, yeah. not making it home. I'm yeah, right. Cold <laughs> on the way home. So. Um, what's the most disgusting food that's still good? <laughs> My mother makes a holiday dish that is a Southern family <laughs> tradition from her 
her grandmother, who's from Louisiana, this is where the recipe comes from, and it's called, my mom calls it green stuff. It's a jello. Green stuff? It's a jello salad. Green stuff sounds disgusting. <laughs> she serves it at Thanksgiving every year. Uh, it's a it's a jello style jello salad. salad. So pistachio jello. Okay. Um, pineapple chunks. Whipping cream. It's a like lot the of sugar. Board, like, the, like the heavy whipping cream. Yeah. Pineapple chunks. Uh, pecans and shredded cheese. Shredded cheese. What kind of cheese? <laughs> like cheddar. Shredded. Oh, wow. Cheese. That, that's like that's the thing that makes it like. Took it over the edge. Yeah. yeah. That's that's because everything else until that point, I'm like, okay, yeah, I get this, but. I like that you were like, which what kind of cheese? Like there would be a good <laughs> cheese in it. I mean, I hope it's not like feta. You know, yeah, like, like, oh, you know, also, <laughs> it would be great in that. <laughs> You can maybe put like a brie in there, but yeah. cheddar, fair enough. Also, uh, <laughs> one of my favorite dishes is broccoli cheese casserole. But if you put yeah. water chestnuts yeah. in it, my grandmother I will put flip a fucking table. Butter chestnuts. Yeah. Water chestnuts. Water chestnuts. Water chestnuts. Yeah. Okay. So it tastes like nothing. It's just hard and <laughs> gross. All right, this is one word answer. Bottles or cans? Bottles. You said bottles. You said cans. All right, I'm, I'm bottles clearly. <laughs> I feel like beer tastes more crisp coming out of a bottle. I don't know, that might just be me. You're like, drinking out of a can right now. I know. Right? Well, they, these don't yeah. come in bottles. I like so. these, by the way. I had one of these during the Saints game the other day. They're good. Yeah. That and a Coca-Cola. Yeah. If you're not drinking, you kind of get, you almost get there. I like, I like the way a can looks. Yeah. Like when you're holding it in a bar, but yeah. give me a bottle. Fair enough. Uh, do you like Steely Dan? Sure, I couldn't name a song, but sure. <laughs> Background music, no problem. All right, fair enough. Um, let's do maybe two more, and then we'll call it. Uh, what's your breakfast taco of choice? Potato, egg, and cheese. Potato, egg, and cheese. Yeah, I mean, to go simple, it's bacon, egg, and cheese. But yeah, I'm there, with you. There's a taco at uh, who did it? Uh, it's called the Don Chongo. Cheese or was it no, Pueblo no, Viejo? It's, it's yes, Pueblo Viejo, and it's just refried beans, cheese, avocado, and bacon. It's awesome. Refried cheese, avocado, and bacon sounds so, amazing. So good. Where Pueblo Viejo, you're saying mm-hmm. perfect. Don Chong. Don Chong. All right, last question uh, What is the key to romantic love? <laughs> well, micro dates, micro dates. Mm-hmm. What is a micro date? A micro date is, for example, uh, when when we have been our busiest here at the bar, and he's working all day, and I'm working all night. We get a 30-minute break to go across the street at Lost Well and have a beer and hold hands under the bar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Micro dates. That's micro perfect. Dates. Yeah. Well, I think that's it. That's it. Thank you all both very much. This yeah, has been a lot of, of fun. I'm glad we finally got to do this. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, thank you, Chadwick. Thank you. Rochelle. Nice to see you. All right. This is Bon Tom Club, Cavalier. That's it. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks for watching or listening to this episode of Bon Tom Club. I hope you enjoyed it. You can expect more of these every other Sunday. If you did like it, please like this video and subscribe on YouTube. You can also follow us on social media. You can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Bon Tom Club. That's B-O-N-T-E-M-P-S Club. Thank you.